This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. A couple of days ago, I reported on the furor surrounding the news that the Vatican had indirectly funded the Elton John biopic Rocketman, which is a scene depicting the sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance that Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church is obsessed with. In that video, I point out that it was unlikely that the Vatican knew what it was that they were funding, as the money was invested on the Vatican's behalf by a global hedge fund management company. Further, the real question was, and remains this, why was the Vatican using Peter's Pence for investment purposes? Anyway, news has since broken in that story, and it suggests that the Vatican is now investigating the investment firm that made those strange and, frankly, uncatholic investments. Let's have a look at the story because it should shed some light on this strange situation, where investments are made for the Vatican that stand in opposition to the Vatican's public message. The story was broken by Ed Condon writing for the National Catholic Register. The headline and deck for the story speak volumes. Quote, Vatican investments linked to global money laundering investigations. Italian newspaper Corriere della Sera reported that the Centurion Global Fund has raised around 70 million euros in cash, and that the Holy See's Secretary of State is the source of at least two-thirds of the fund's assets. End quote. Two-thirds would be over 21 million euros, so let's bear that in mind as virtually all of that comes from Peter's Pence, though some may have come from tourist dollars and other direct donations made to Vatican City. The present Secretary of State is Pietro Perlin, and he's another one of these characters that always turns up in the news for the wrong reasons. For example, Cardinal Perlin attended the Bilderberg Group in meeting in 2018 on behalf of the Vatican, which was actually the first bizarre story I covered on this channel in late June of that year. If you want to find the video, you can. It's not great quality. I was dealing with a lot of technical issues in those days. But uh, anyway, few politicians openly attend the publicly known meetings, and instead these meetings are typically attended by the likes of people in the worlds of banking, academia, journalism, and, of course, low-level political functionaries working on behalf of the more powerful people. It's certainly an odd group to be attending for a Vatican insider, but the corruption investigation directly linked to his office makes more sense now that we see these connections. But more on that in a moment. But first, back to, Card to the Condon article. Condon writes, quote, a fund in which the Vatican's Secretary of State has invested tens of millions of euros has links to two Swiss banks investigated or implicated in bribery and money laundering scandals involving more than $1 billion. The fund is under investigation by Vatican authorities. The fund, Centurion Global Fund, made headlines this week that it used the Vatican assets under its management to invest in Hollywood films, real estate, and utilities, including investments in movies like Men in Black International and the Elton John biopic Rocketman. End quote. Up to two-thirds of that money is from the Vatican, and in 2018 the firm reported a loss of 4.6%, which when we're talking about the kind of money that we are here, is a staggering amount of money to lose. That's on top of the fees the firm charges its clients to do its financial work, by the way. This is according to the report triggered the Vatican's investigation into the firm. But here's where it gets better. Again, quoting Condon, quote, but beyond losses, a CNA investigation has found that Centurion Global Fund is connected to several institutions linked to allegations of money laundering. 
Fund prospectus documents state that all Centurion investment funds are held by Lugano-based Banca Zarotina, a small Swiss bank providing private banking, asset management, and fixed income trading services. Swiss and U.S. media outlets in 2018 reported that Zarotini was named in indictments filed by U.S. prosecutors in a $1 billion money laundering case involving the Venezuelan national oil company PDVSA and Venezuela's president, Nicolas Maduro. Along with an offshore bank and a New Jersey institution that has faced several investigations for non-compliance with money laundering regulations, Zaratini was at the time holding funds subject to seizure in the PDVSA money laundering investigation. End quote. Nicholas Maduro is one of the more upstanding leaders in the world. He's the guy who went on television and ate empanadas while responding to journalists' questions about the people of Venezuela starving to death. What a guy. And I don't know about you, but I'm just thrilled that the money from the church went to invest in his country's oil companies at the very same time that his country was experiencing a historic economic collapse and was being looted by its own government. That kind of thing fills my heart with joy. But let's get back to the Bilderberg Group. The group's meetings are usually shrouded in secrecy, which lends itself to all sorts of hypotheses about grand, secretive, and sinister planning, some of which may very well be true. The group's reputation is certainly well-deserved for the role they play in promoting globalization and the coordination of international efforts to grow and control economies, which doesn't sound all that sinister until you realize that everyone who participates are the people who stand most to directly gain from such coordination, and of course what those groups are involved in otherwise. Now, enter in Cardinal Perlin, Secretary of State for the Vatican. The Cardinal Secretary of State is an office that has long been informally called the office of the Vice Pope, and he is often thought of as the second in command of the Church, a sort of Vice Peter in this way. At the time, the globalization mission of Francis wasn't well understood by most Catholics. The McCarrick Affair really woke people up to that score, linking the issue of predatory clerics with global financial institutions, thanks at least in part to James Grind giving public testimony that linked all those issues together. Perlin, as far as I'm aware, has never been accused of those sorts of evil crimes, but he has admitted his own responsibility for the massive Papal Foundation scandal from last year that ensnared the likes of Cardinal Worrell and others in the abuse of the Papal Foundation to support a failing Italian hospital. In that scandal, Perlin admitted that he was the one who had requested the funds. Those are his words, which means it may be more accurate to say that he put pressure on the Papal Foundation to give the $25 million grant to the hospital a financial give of such a size that it was frankly unprecedented in the history of the Papal Foundation. Harolin was also the one who was at the helm of the purchase of London condominiums using Peter's Pence funds working with that, that hedge fund management company. And that begs a lot of questions. Considering his ties to the global elite, it is of little wonder then that his office was tied to the recent scandal involving the funding of nuclear power plants and bad Holly weird movies. His participating at the Bilderberg Group last year essentially made furthering the goals of the current regime in Rome possible. Remember, most of the main movers and shakers in the international push for globalization have been banks, industry, Hollywood, and other non-governmental organizations that then put pressure on inept governments to bow to their whims. These inept governments are staffed by people already sympathetic to the push for greater globalization. And often this is all aided by a toxic mix of financial corruption to boot. Now, do I accuse Cardinal Perlin of overt financial corruption? No, I don't have proof of that. I have no proof that he's been skimming from, uh, from Vatican funds. But I think this corruption scandal is all part and parcel of the bigger push for globalization. 
The scandal must be understood in light of the Amazon Synod, which was pushed primarily by non-governmental organizations that were putting pressure on the government of Brazil on behalf of the United Nations, all while dressing up their concerns in the gospel. The real scandal is the relationship between the Cardinal Secretary of State's office and these organizations, and it's all too often ignored or not even noticed by the Catholic media establishment. In closing, Cardinal Perlin is another figure who is often thought of as a potential pope in the next conclave. Given that Pietro is the Italian equivalent of Peter, this of course has raised a few eyebrows among those of us who pay attention to Catholic prophecy. Perlin has certainly developed a network that makes him the perfect candidate to fit the bill described in the in Windswept House in the final conclave as the Pope for the Novus Ordo Seclorum, a thought that should cause the faithful to fall to their knees in prayer and penance, given that there are now signs that Francis thinks his time may be drawing short. But who knows, really. Most of the time, the papal favorite going into a conclave doesn't get elected anyway, save for maybe the election of Benedict XVI and maybe Francis after him. But those were unusual examples from unusual circumstances. Who knows how it will play out the next time. Let me know what you think of this in the comments below. Keep an eye on this scandal because it may shed some light on what's really going on in the Vatican. This is so much more than simply a case of a movie being funded using lay dollars. And on that score, if you are concerned about the investment, you should question what your 401k is doing because the financial firms who handle 401ks typically invest them in firms that are doing work that stands against the teachings of Christ and his church. Instead, look to Catholic and generically Christian investment houses if you are into that sort of thing. Anyway, thank you for listening, and please pray for the church. Advent is a perfect time to take up some voluntary suffering for reparation for the madness we, are go we see going on in the church right now. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.